WBEZ remains laser-focused on our mission to provide you with fact-based journalism. But that mission is only possible with your continued financial support. Become a sustaining contributor today. Give now at wbeasy.org slash donate. Good morning. It is Friday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. The amount of unhoused folks living in Chicago has been increasing, especially since the pandemic began. I mean, it's a problem everywhere. HUD estimates that more than half a million people live on public streets at any given point in time. So, yeah, everybody's talking about it. We've been reporting on it. And there are all kinds of opinions about where to start to address it. One of those starting points is definitely monetary. The city of Chicago is set to receive one of the largest federal grant awards of any city to address this growing unhoused population. According to my colleague Claudia Morell, the grant is for $60 million from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. It'll go toward direct aid and vouchers to provide permanent housing and social services to unhoused folks. Housing Secretary Marsha Fudge was here yesterday for the announcement, and she said she picked Chicago on purpose. You know, we tend to focus a lot of our attention on the coast. I'm from the heartland, (laughs) and we have problems as well. Fudge said Chicago had the most detailed grant application compared to any other city. There are about 10 acres on the west side that used to be the home to a paint factory. When that closed, most of the land sat vacant for about four decades until recently. A new state-of-the-art sports, education, and wellness complex opened there yesterday. My colleague Michael Puente is reporting that the $35 million North Austin Community Center is like a dream come true for a lot of folks in the area. And it's pretty decked out. It's more than 150,000 square feet, and there's year-round indoor sports activity like a soccer field and a baseball academy, as well as quite a bit of educational programming. Camila Sutton lives near the community center, and she says it's making her and the neighborhood so proud. Yesterday, they did not know us individually, but today we stand together, and they now know we are the North Austin community. The development on the center was spearheaded by the Grace and Peace Revive Center, as well as the By the Hand Club for Kids. And it takes a village. A number of other organizations were also partners. So have you seen The Last of Us, that show on HBO? It's set in a post-apocalyptic world that's been taken over by brain-controlling fungi. And the creepy crawly part of the storyline is actually real. Also, as my colleague Hunter Klaus puts it, the fungus is among us. I mean, it's not that among us. You don't need to go stocking up on toilet paper and hand sanny again. But some of the fungus is housed for research purposes at the Field Museum right here in Chicago. Matt Nelson is a researcher at the museum, and he told WBEZ during a recent field trip that the fungus is nowhere near as deadly in the real world. It can take over the minds of insects, but not humans. And that's because we are warm-blooded. The fungus is off-limits to the public at the museum, but you can see in photos and videos how they affect insects at WBEZ.org. If you're into zombies, yeah, definitely go take a look. So I've been talking a lot about elections for Chicago mayor, but as my colleague Justin Bull mentioned last week, Chicagoans will also vote on February 28th for new alder people and police district council members. That's that new office that'll serve as a bridge between police and the community. And if you want a little help with the candidates in that arena, you guessed it, we got a guy for that. 
Go to WBEZ.org slash voter guide. Type in an address to see what ward you're in and what police district you're in. Once that pops up, you can see who's running for both councils and what issues they care about. That's the type of tool I know I've been wishing was available for a minute now. Again, you can go to WBEZ.org slash voter guide to look it up. And a few quick hits before we get to the weather. There's a new initiative starting to highlight artistic work by Chicago artists of color. Wonder Museum and the New Vanguard have created a group called The Creatives of Color. It's a year-long initiative that will highlight four artists. And the first exhibition by Hyde Park native Nico Washington debuts tonight at the Wonder Museum. Each artist will have two months of exhibition space. For the night owls out there, my colleague Taylor Faye Nazone was on the CityCast Chicago podcast yesterday with every hotspot for Chicago nightlife. They're talking venues to eat, drink, dance, and be merry. Taylor even included a few places of the speakeasy persuasion. There's so much there, even for the winter months. You can listen and take notes at chicago.citycast.fm. Have fun this weekend. As for weather today, is it me or are the coldest days the sunniest days? It's going to be bright and sunny again today with a high of 12 degrees. But right now, you want to watch out even more. It's still in the single digits. And tonight is full circle back in the single digits. And that's it for now. Coming up this afternoon, we got a lot of podcasts here at WBEZ. But Motive, you're definitely going to want to check out season five, which just dropped. It's a journey through the nuance of gang banging gang family and folks working to intervene in gang activity in Chicago. The fact that we have so many people who feel like they have to join a gang or like they have to deal drugs or steal cars or whatever to make a living, it's a real failure of us as a society. I'm talking with the host of Motive this season, my colleague Patrick Smith, about the year he spent reporting on the life. That's this afternoon at 2 on The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. Talk to you then.